Hey, all you intrepid architects out there. If you believe design can change the world, then you've found your humans here on this show, Architecting. My name is Angela Mazzi, and I'm an architect and career coach who's figured out how to live my passion while claiming a successful architecture career and lifestyle. This show is about the architect as a person and will help you bypass the status quo traps in our profession while teaching you how to make an impact in your career. We need to stand in our power as architects and use our skills to make great places. If you're with me, let's get architecting. What up, architecting community? Today's topic is how coachable you are. Being coached is really just having anyone in your life offering you advice that's aligned with what your expressed goals and interests are. So that is very different from somebody interfering in your life or being manipulative. That's not coaching. But When someone is aware that you have certain goals and they see you maybe deviating from those goals or perhaps not going after things the way you could, or they just want to make you aware of an opportunity that will align with those, that is a form of coaching. And I want you to think about how you react in those situations. Do you get defensive when someone makes a suggestion for you to improve or a correction that you might make to your behavior to be more effective? Do you find yourself always using qualifying terms like, yeah, I know, but, or yeah, but here's the reason why I can't, or I'd love to do that, but... Or or I can explain. When you do this, what you're actually doing is fighting to stay in your comfort zone. And you're blocking being coached. Because you're rationalizing why whatever is being said, even if it's great advice, doesn't apply to you in your present circumstances. You're essentially giving yourself an opt-out And I don't want you to do that anymore. Like I said, coaching doesn't always come from a coach that you hire. It can come from your mom or your best friend or your kid's teacher. If you're not listening or you're defensive about any suggestions and feedback you're getting, you're never going to improve. You're always going to be stuck and in resistance and then wondering why things don't work out for you. So today we're going to work on how to stop doing that because I don't want to see you take yourself out of the game time and time and time again because you're uncoachable. And it's actually something that I screen for with my coaching clients. If I sense that someone is uncoachable, I will make some other suggestions to them about where they can get resources, but I won't take them on as a client. And the reason that I won't is because since they are in resistance and they are defensive and they have excuses why they can't instead of reasons why they can, nothing I say is really going to motivate them. They're not going to listen 
and they're not going to get results. So it isn't worth my time or theirs, and I don't want them to waste their money if they're not going to be coachable. It's that important. What I want you to realize about being uncoachable is that it's a form of self-betrayal. And self-betrayal is probably one of the saddest things that I see out there. People who just literally are the judge and jury before they even try something, decide all the reasons why it isn't worth their effort without ever trying, and just literally take themselves out of the game. When we don't let ourselves be who we can be, who we're meant to be, because of all of our excuses, even when those excuses seem really true for us and like they're insurmountable, you're falling on that sword of those excuses and dying on that hill every single time. Did you ever wonder what would happen if you just tried something new? If you just took a big leap? I mean, I know there's all the chatter in your head that's telling you all the reasons why it's not worth the risk. But what are you risking by not taking that leap? What are you risking by staying in your comfort zone? I know these are hard changes to make. And they kind of rock you to your core and they make you question everything you thought you knew. But if you don't make them, you stay exactly where you are with the same hopes and dreams that never seem to happen, with the same frustrations that you never overcome, and in that same spot where you never really get out. When you hear those hard truths, when you hear those things that make you squirm, it's probably more likely that what you're hearing is true. You know that in your gut, in your soul. But because this truth is not a truth you're proud of, it's not who you want to be. So you push it down. And you don't want to be that person who maybe isn't doing something right or wasn't considerate or didn't try hard enough. So you just push it down. And your response back to the other person is, you're wrong about that. Or I wish that could be true, but (laughs) that's not my life. And you create all these stories about why you can't change, why This person doesn't really understand your whole story because if they did, they would never say what they're saying. When you hear yourself doing that, going into the resistance, that's when you know that you're being uncoachable. I'm going to use some real life examples from some of my clients to show you this. So this first example, we'll call her Tara, is someone who just really doesn't have the self-esteem. She doesn't believe in her own skills, her own abilities. And as a result, she sells herself short time and time again. And the fact that she's done this is starting to accumulate to some really bad pain points. So let's hear this story. Tara was completely overwhelmed by her job, her kids, taking care of her elderly mother, 
And she wanted coaching because she did want to live her best life. And she read self-help books. She knew the lingo. So when I said, you have limiting beliefs, she immediately denied it. She's like, I do not. And she went on to explain at great length why it didn't take much to listen to Tara's story and to see all the ways she was absolutely sabotaging herself day in and day out. For example, she knew she was underpaid for her experience level at her small firm and that it really wasn't necessarily possible for her to get more opportunities there to grow in her career the way that she really wanted to. But it was easier, given everything else going on in her life, to just show up for work every day and not have to add to the mix the work of looking for a new job. Even though that job might be better aligned with where she wanted to go with her career and make her more money, it meant she had to be vulnerable. She didn't want to have to go through the discomfort of having to really say, what do I want? And how will I get it to put herself on the line by looking for a new job, by exposing herself to what she felt was scrutiny by prospective employer because she was secretly afraid she wouldn't measure up. So she'd rather not be measured at all. These are all the reasons that you would want a coach though, right? To tell you. You need to change jobs to help you get the clarity about what you really want to be doing and what firms are aligned with that, to help you get your resume and your portfolio together so that you can present yourself in your best light and you can ask for the opportunities that you want in your career instead of just taking the default options. But the minute you stop being coachable, no coach can get you there because you've already decided that it's easier to stay with the status quo and not make any changes at all. I actually had to tell Tara that I couldn't want her success more than she did and that she really had to get in touch with how painful it was for her to struggle financially. How painful it was to be overwhelmed in her personal life and not be able to afford childcare or other kinds of support like a cleaning lady because she just wasn't earning enough money. That it wasn't greedy and it wasn't selfish to know what she was worth and to want to earn it. That was simply trading her expertise for a financial benefit, which is all that work really is. And that it didn't make her current employer bad or wrong if they couldn't give her what she needed. It just meant that she had to acknowledge she wasn't getting it and move on. I shared with her the analogy of a bee. They go and they're trying to get nectar from flowers. Now, if another bee has just been to that particular flower and there's no nectar available, the bee doesn't really worry about that. The bee just moves on to the next flower. 
The bee doesn't have a story about why the flower didn't have nectar or how unfair it is. The bee just moves on. A lot of opportunities in life are like that. You may not be happy where you are and the thing to do may be that you need to just move on. Coach can help you do a better job of positioning yourself and selecting those right opportunities. Another example that I'll give of being uncoachable comes from the person who, yes, again, is overwhelmed and makes excuses for it instead of taking action to help himself. Dan came to me just after going through a really unfortunate and frankly unnecessary series of events in his life. He just had been making a lot of what I would call bad decisions one right after the other. Forgetting to pay a parking ticket, then getting pulled over for speeding, and ending up having to get bailed out of jail by his wife because there was a bench warrant issued for failure to pay the parking ticket. And as you can imagine, his wife was not real happy about that, nor that he had to go to traffic court and have all kinds of costly fees, including hiring a lawyer, just because he was too busy. He stuck the ticket in a drawer, meaning to pay it, then completely forgot about it. And the speeding happened because he was running late and rushing to a meeting. And guess what? He was more than late for that meeting. He wasn't there at all. And he had to explain what happened to his boss and his clients, which didn't help him a whole lot professionally. You can see how these bad decisions start to compound on one another. When you make bad decisions, you're not honoring yourself. You're not taking care of yourself. And that is self-sabotage. A lot of what I had to coach Dan on was believing that he was worth it and that he wasn't any good to anybody if he was rushing around, unprepared, exhausted, and burned out. That yes, Spending less time working was going to make him a better architect, a more valuable employee than spending more time. That choosing himself over this endless cycle of busyness was going to get him out of the rut, not dig him deeper in. It's a really hard shift to make. And you can see how both of these people spent years, years of their lives in resistance, just continuing to compound their pain points because they weren't coachable. And it took things getting to a breaking point before they were able to see that they needed to make a change because it was actually going to be less painful to make the change, less scary than it was to stay stuck. Okay, so now that you see all the pitfalls of being uncoachable, you need to decide if that is something that's true for you. How do you know? Well, I would advise that you sit down and put down all your big lofty goals. If you feel stuck, 
that's probably a sign that you're holding yourself back. So challenge yourself to dream big and say things that feel ridiculous. Now, let your mind come up with all the reasons why you think you can't do it. Everything from not being good enough, not having the right skill set, being afraid to ask for what you want, or even thinking that you're a sellout to want more. Everything. Let it come up and then see if one by one you can start to debunk these things. Go ahead. Take advantage of resources like this blog and lots of other great books and blog posts and YouTube videos. All the self-help material that's out here that great coaches are constantly generating. And if you can overcome these, that's awesome. However, if you've done everything you know to do and you're either still stuck or you feel like you just can't seem to light a fire under yourself and get it done, that's how you know you need a coach. But understand that you can't take all those resistances with you. And know that those resistances are unlocking the root cause of what's really the problem. Whether it's not feeling that you're good enough or thinking that you will lose the love or acceptance of people in your life if you go too far in your career or believing that money corrupts people and that if you want to be more successful, that means you have to be a bad person. Coaches can work with you on all of that stuff. And that's where I start with everybody. Let's get at those root causes. Let's start working on overcoming them. And then we can look at aligning where you are now with where you want to be in a way that you won't keep sabotaging yourself. And that is so important to do this mindset stuff, to identify and work to overcome those root cause issues. Because if you didn't, it doesn't matter how good of a game plan you set up for yourself, you will never fully implement it because you'll always find a way consciously or subconsciously to sabotage it because deep in your heart, you're afraid that something far worse will happen if you're successful than if you stay where you are. So I hope this helped you see all the ways that we can be uncoachable because we're afraid of our vulnerability and how coaching can help you to not just come up with a game plan, but to unlock things deep inside of you that you don't even realize are going on that are keeping you much more comfortable where you are than you feel going after what you really want. If you want more good stuff, don't forget to join me on Instagram. I go live every week. Or to join me on Clubhouse in one of the three rooms I run every week. You can find all of this information at architectingpodcast.com. So now let's read a review. This one is from Megatorial. Hits the mark. 
Thank you for all you do. The Architecting Podcast really resonates with me and has helped me navigate a ton of self-doubt slash imposter syndrome in such a short time. One after another, each episode addresses the major insecurities of my entire career and helps me to clear the limiting beliefs holding me back from aligning fully with my passion and purpose. I hope it is as amazingly powerful for you. Wow, what a perfect, perfect review to line with our theme. Thank you, Megatorial, and I appreciate all of your comments. Make sure you like this podcast if you are enjoying what you are hearing, and please leave us a review. I would love to share your thoughts with our audience. Take care for now. Stop by architectingpodcast.com to get access to free resources, what's happening backstage on Clubhouse, as well as a variety of coaching programs, everything from a downloadable digital course you can do at your own pace to customized one-on-one programs that will meet your career needs today. Until next time, stay inspired.